Season two, episode thirty-seven, where uh, oh my gosh, this is this was one of, uh, one of my favorite episodes um, because there's just so much. Can I call it creative stupidity? Really, it really. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm beginning to think these people aren't really that stupid. They're actually geniuses because nobody could come up with some of these examples. But uh, needless to say, um, my uh, insane Florida nephew Pancho Guerrero and I. My goodness, we were just rolling in stupidity. Can't wait to, for you to hear it. Um, but I got to tell you this. Uh, just keep in mind, okay, all of this stuff we talk about on the podcast, it's for entertainment purposes, okay? None of this I'm necessarily endorsing, promoting, um, or in any other way, uh, indoor, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, saying that this is cool. The only thing cool about it is the fact that I'm laughing at them. Yes, the whole purpose of this is for us to listen and realize I'm not as dumb or stupid as I thought I was. <laughs> okay? So, and I just say this just in case there's that one person that, you know, maybe their shorts are on a little too tight. They want to fire off some kind of um, feedback about how dare you talk about this. You know, that. I'm sure the only people that would I probably hear from is the self-righteous Christians that think that it's their appointed God, uh, a God-honored job to tell me how to live my life. Uh, you know, don't worry. I, um, I, 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 I just have to bite my tongue with people like that. See, because in an area, and it, yes, it's Happy Valley because basically Penn State University pretty much supplies most of the jobs in the area. So you don't really feel the pinch of unemployment, but it's also kind of a sequestered, uh, cliquish kind of community, state college. I mean, I mean, that really, you know, um, now if you live outside of state college, you're more of a real person. You're not, you know, some... Uh, insulated, uh, navel-gazing, self-righteous Pharisee. Or I might use it for next week's podcast because it's probably something stupid. Okay, he's too stupid to talk and too ugly to eat. Given a piece of his mind to so many people, it's a wonder there's a mind left. It's Insane Eric Lane's Stupid World. Hello, hello, and welcome to my stupid world for another um, foray into exploring strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to boldly go where no stupid person has gone before, I guess. I don't know. any case, yeah, well, we had our verdict for the um, George Floyd trial. Everyone's happy. Are we? Are we all happy? Okay, now can we start talking about the real issues? I mean, I'm not trying to say that what happened to George Floyd wasn't a real issue, but... There are so many other things that we need to concentrate on also, you know, just like on um, 
what we're wearing. Uh-huh, yeah. Let's focus on fashion for a minute. But first, um, before we even get started, I know that you probably know somebody who thinks that they're the stupidest guy on earth. Well, what you need to do, you need to share this podcast with them because once they listen, they're going to realize I'm pretty smart <laughs> because we all benefit from the stupidity of others. You know, when you hear all these stories, you think, wow, I'm not as big of a bonehead as that guy. But I know the more you listen, you realize it could be addicting. So just click that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're listening, and you'll have a brand new, fresh episode all ready to go every time it's published. That means you get the weekend um, uh, episodes and you get the bonus midweek episodes that has the uh, insane news of the week, my genius awards, and of course the weekend episodes featuring my insane Florida nephew, Pancho Guerro, which we'll be getting to him here in a few more minutes. Um, but um, no, seriously though, I think we should really focus on fashion. Now we've got all the other important things <clears throat> taken care of. We can get into the fashionista follies. Yes. Is it low-rise jeans or mom jeans or grandpa-style clothes? I mean, if you thought your days of pretending to be in the Christina Aguilera, Aguilera dirty video were behind you, let me just remind you that time is a flat circle. According to style experts, the fashion from the early 2000s is now back. That includes the ladies' low-rise jeans. Yeah, one fashion journalist says the biggest sellers on a shopping app called Depop are all vintage Y2K. The satin bustiers, low-rise cargo pants, halter tops, and baby tees. With the coronavirus pandemic upending all of our lives, I guess it's brought many big changes. And one of the more minor changes also might be the return of mom jeans. Now, that's kind of the opposite of the, of the, of the other, the low-rise. You got the low-rise jeans, then you got the mom jeans. The, 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 by the way, the skinny jeans, it's been the dominant style for the past decade. Now, sales during the pandemic has now shown that mom jeans, jeans that are actually high-waisted and loose-fitting, are being snapped up, but it's being snapped up by men as well as women. Levi Strauss's CEO, Chip Berg, told the New York Times, it's very possible that we're into a new denim cycle. And a CNBC story on the trend says that it's younger people, actually, especially those in the Gen Z that are driving the change with the mom jeans, ranking as the number three fashion trend in an industry teen survey. Now, Burke said also, I think that the pandemic definitely played a contributing role to consumers looking for a more comfortable and more relaxing denim. It's, you know, all those months that we sat around in our sweatpants. Now, if you're a man who wants to look like a mom, maybe there's a store that you've got to visit. I'm George Zimmer for Men's Mom Jeans Warehouse. The newest trend in men's apparel is women's apparel. Those high-waisted, loose-fitting, light blue mom jeans for guys. 
They'll turn any Kevin into a Karen. Skinny jeans are out, thank God. And the pendulum has swung towards the complete opposite. Jeans that make you look like Barack Obama on a bicycle circa 2008. Plus, they go great with your white New Balance sneakers. So fellas, come on down and pull up a pair over your belly buttons. Men's Mom Jeans Warehouse. You're going to like the way you look like your mom looked. I guarantee it. You know, but you know, there is a time, though, when you do reach a certain age where you really stop paying attention to fashion and just keep on wearing what you got until, you know, well, the end. But apparently that's become the newest fashion statement. Also, grandpa style is apparently also hot right now with people in their 20s. Yeah, in fact, I've got Grandpa here with his take on it. Wearing Grandma style. Grandma style. Girls who want fashion, finding clothes at home. Enjoy your Nana's outfit and you're making your own. Granny's look is awesome and your mind will be blown. Sexy kind of look, so bring it on. And there's spandex and polyester. The 60s look, hey, they wrote the book, hey. And there's jumpsuits and lots of patchwork. Embroidery, hey, and blazers too, hey. She can wear the vintage look and really go, 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 go. Wearing grandma's style. They're wearing unique vintage clothes, the random colors, everything you might see on a senior citizen uh, with a strong fashion sense, you might say, but one that's frozen in time. In fact, there was another fashion expert says, grandpa style is so appealing, it looks so effortless and fresh because it's such a different view of style and fashion. What? Wait, wait, wait. They're saying that the... Uh, clothing style of grandpa is fresh? Gen Z's newest craze has been to dress like old people, but now they're talking like them too. Hello, operator. Yes, how many likes do I have on my instant telegram? You've watched them whip a nene, but now watch them do the tarantella. Oh, that Sean Mendes sure does make me want to shuffle my gams to the Charleston. Thought Gen Z slang was hard to follow? Get ready for trans-Z Atlantic slang. Say, toots, what do you say you phone me some nudes? Oh, my. Now, I'm no floozy, but that was a flex. Wiring it to your DMs now. Wowie, here's looking at you, kid. And don't worry, even though they talk like Citizen Kane, they still think you're Citizen Lame. Rosebud? Okay, Boomer, that soup's cringe. Now scram before I leave you on red. Gen Z, watch what you spat out of your yam trap because they're woke AF. And how? Yeah, loose pants. Yeah, I think I speak for all Americans when I say, hey, I'm all for it. It makes a lot of sense that balloon-style jeans are becoming more popular, too. You know, seeing that most of the population has ballooned. Well... I don't know how cool you would look in low-rise or mom jeans or grandpa-style jeans or clothes or whatever, but the fact is, what would make you cool as a mom? I mean, I know a lot of moms, 
who want to be considered a cool mom. Now, my wife, I don't think is one of them. She wants to be a fun sucker. She's actually used that word. She wants it put on her tombstone. Fun sucker. I'm not sure I want that on my epitaph. But if you want to be a cool mom, it looks like it's really not that hard to do, even if some of it goes totally against every fiber of your personality. There's a new survey that's out that asks adults, what makes someone a cool mom? Well, there's at least two things. Number one, she talks openly with her kids about anything and everything. Number two, she lets her kids get away with eh, some things that a normal mom would not while growing up. Now, you got that? So if you want to be a cool mom, talk to your kids about sex and let them drink in the basement. <laughs> but even if you can't bring yourself to do that, I'm thinking once your kids grow up, they'll still appreciate everything you bring to the table because the survey also found 68% of adults say they have a cool mom. Yeah. So, of course, if you didn't say that, she would make you feel guilty for the rest of your life. <laughs> so, I know a lot of people feel guilty when they look in the mirror. Yes. And you look closely and you go, oh, my God, is that a zit? Yeah, when a zit rears its ugly head, do you let nature take its course? Or do you have this, I don't know, uncontrollable urge to start squeezing? I always like that... Um, joke about the kid who was going to dress up for something as Halloween. And so what he does is he basically just goes like he would normally look, but he fills his mouth full of mayonnaise. And somebody asks, what is he? He goes, I'm a zit. Well, anyway, for women, there's a new study that finds uh, most take a proactive approach to um, zits. The average woman you ready for this? Somebody actually counted this. The average woman pops a total of <clears throat> 65 pimples annually. Now, if you're doing the math, that's 4,153 zits in the average U.S. woman's adult lifetime. Now, story. <laughs> okay. A survey of about 2,000 women in the U.S. revealed the not-so-dermatologist-recommended ways respondents are taking care of the process of revitalizing their skin into their own hands, in some cases, quite literally. to pop 4,153 pimples squeezing the goop out every last drop in blackheads in whiteheads in pustules in oozing geysers in nodules in warts in blisters and cysts 4,153 pimples pop in those pimples with your fingertips squeezing the pus watching it buzz popping its guts scabby with crust squeezing the pus squeezing the pus 
in a previous episode, and in the midweek bonus episode, I was talking about how people were exfoliating their faces by shaving. You know, women are shaving. So I guess if you try to shave over a zit, that's not going to be fun. But think about this. Anytime you might think that you're the wife's main squeeze, guys, think again, pal. Most women pop over 4,000 pimples in their lifetime? <clears throat> I think mostly it may come from their boyfriend's backs. Oh, honey, hold still. I got, I found a zit. Of course, I'm thinking, thank heavens that Purell is available again. Now, if that's how many zits, though, the average woman pops, how the crap many zits does a non-average woman pop? Maybe I just think too much. <laughs> I, well, I don't know how much thinking it's going to take to get worked up for this, because, you know, we have the Florida State Fair coming up. It's typically the first in the nation instead of during the uh, the summer like most. It's, it gets uh, the first crack at the wonders of the deep fryer. Remember that glazed donut hamburger that's now you find at the most of the fairs? Well, guess what? The glazed donut hamburger debuted at the Florida State Fair. Because of the pandemic, the fair now is delayed by two months. But when you go, if you go, here's what you'll find. A pickle pizza. A pickle pizza. Or there's a hot Cheetos funnel cake. And maybe a twist on tater tots with peanut butter and spicy jelly among some of the gut busters. I don't know. Vendors like to play with expectations, making nachos from gelato and cookies. Or maybe a sundae, and I put that word in quotes, made with chicken tenders drizzled with spicy uh, gardenera relish? No, thank you. Sounds like this would go hand in hand with all those bearded ladies and two-headed babies and the other freak shows found in the Sunshine State. I think I know why we have so much stupidity in Florida. It's the stuff they eat at the Florida State Fair. Well, let me tell you something. If you want exotic... You found it in Florida, and you can add frogs with claws to the list of unusual animals that you will also find in Florida. Residents may soon be facing off with this invasive pest as the non-narrative tropical clawed frog has been identified now in the Tampa area of Florida. The African amphibian threatens to unbalance the state's fragile aquatic ecosystems as the invasive frogs compete with native species for food and other resources. Maybe I think if we started kissing more frogs, we may have more princes. I'm not sure. But the tropical clawed frog invasion represents yet another disturbance to Florida's aquatic ecosystems, particularly those in southern Florida, which are already vulnerable due to habitat destruction, pollution, invasive species, and disease. <clears throat> so says Christina Romagosa of the University of Florida Research Associate Professor of Wildlife Ecology and Conservation. I think that woman needs to get a lot of money just for that job title. Hmm. A clawed frog. You know, this almost sounds like the Florida State Fair may have found a new item on the concession menu. Fried clawed frog. I Well, maybe it's the alternative to frog legs that you would find anywhere else. Now, I've had frog legs, and I like them. Now, my wife, she thinks they're more like swamp chicken.
Of course, it does taste like chicken, doesn't it? Well, you can chase down your concessions, I guess, with bubble tea. I had bubble tea for the first time whenever I went to see my insane Florida nephew here not long ago down in Jacksonville. Yeah, I've heard people talk about bubble tea. Okay, I guess I didn't drink it right because I didn't really shake it up like I was supposed to and all the bubbles are at the bottom. It's this new pandemic-related shortage now with, with now a shortage of bubble tea. See, the boba balls that you get in it, they're made with ingredients from Asia. So it's, it's like, you know, and we got it at one of those international stores in the Asian aisle, okay? Well, shipping issues have made it virtually impossible for the supply to meet the demand. <clears throat> the owners of a company in California that make boba balls, they talked about it on Instagram because, well, they don't want people blaming them or stores for running out. America is having trouble importing anything from overseas, especially from Asia. The poor and the container issues are impacting us along with the pearls, electronics, and anything that isn't made here domestically. And you might already know this, but for those that don't, 99% of the world's boba comes from Asia, mostly Taiwan. And that means the whole country is running out of supply as we speak. Some companies are already running out and most will be out by the next week or so. There's a woman in Ohio I think maybe here's another weird thing that's happening in this COVID era. We're having a, a loss, a, a shortage of bubble tea. But then we have a woman in Ohio probably could have used some soothing bubble tea because one of the other COVID chaos is going on because of the pandemic. She's facing four assault charges because she attacked a bunch of grocery store workers. And it all started when they asked her to put on a mask. Yep, of course. After she was screaming at them, she then tried to light a cigarette and when they told her she couldn't smoke in the store, she hauled off and punched the manager and attacked three more workers. And she also bit a customer who tried to help. Yeah, the employee she initially yelled at said that it was definitely the craziest thing he's ever seen at work. I've been working here for three years. That is the craziest thing I've seen. She came up to check out, didn't have a mask on, so I kindly asked her to wear a mask. And she just started screaming from the get-go. She tried to light a cigarette. And when we told her not to do that, that's whenever she punched my manager across the register. She then proceeded to punch three co-workers, including that first one. Halfway through, she bit the first customer that was holding her down. I'm telling you, we've got all kind of chaos going on here from bubble tea shortage and the maskless Karen going berserk in a grocery store. I don't know what's next. I know we can probably just, I don't know, imagine ourselves um, as being a ripped man, you know, because you're looking at yourself in the mirror and your six pack is turned into a two liter. This is something I think I need to get, you know, I, I would, I would love to get this if I had the money. I mean, I want to look really ripped. Okay. But you don't want the trouble of having to go through the gym problems and all that kind of thing. So if you want to be ripped and you don't want to go out and pay for the gym membership and you don't mind, well, blatant false advertising, you're going to love this. This has been going around. I saw it first on Instagram. I had to share it for, with some of my friends. I, I really want to, to buy this. It's a product that's on sale right now on eBay and it's for guys. Silicone bodysuit. It makes you look totally jacked. Okay. You put it on over your torso and it gives you the jacked arms, the pecs, the 
six-pack abs. I think it would probably work best, though, if you wore it under your shirt. Because that would really, you know, a tight, I don't want those tight t-shirts. You know, because as realistic as they do try to make these things look, I mean, it would be pretty clear when you get up close, it's pretty fake. But of course, if you want to rock it shirtless, more power to you. Now, if you're interested, you can actually find these things selling on eBay anywhere from 68 to 360 bucks. I, I'm really thinking I should get this and then throw on my famous cutoff t-shirts and just kind of walk around, you know? <laughs> I don't know. It would pretty much blow everybody's mind. And of course, you could also just do what the Kardashians do and use Photoshop. But this is definitely some ridiculous timing. Okay. I love this. Now, my, my son's learning to drive and um, <clears throat> getting his, his full permit. So, but, um, you know, a lot of these state police, they go to various schools and they do these, uh, you know, the, have you ever seen the, the mock recreations of a wreck or a drunk driver or something like this? Well, one Friday morning here a while back, cops in Ashland, Ohio, were doing this at a high school, doing one of those drunk driving education events. So they set up a mock crash scene. You know, you've probably seen it in the school parking lot. They bring in a wrecked car and put in some kind of a mannequin or something. You know, they're warning the students about all the dangers of drunk driving, right? So right in the middle of the presentation, an actual drunk driver comes randomly speeding through the school's parking lot. Can you believe that? Yeah. No, the cops paused their presentation to go out and get the guy. And, yep, he failed the sobriety test. So he was arrested for drunk driving right there in front of the class. Actually, somebody that was there obviously had to do a live stream on Facebook while the cops were still there. Said the guy was definitely extremely intoxicated. Sheriff's deputies had to respond because a drunk driver come flying in the parking lot during the mock crash, nearly striking several students. The guy was extremely intoxicated. Literally, he came right into the crash scene area, the mock crash scene area, and then sped off. I mean, just extremely intoxicated. I think the guy should be at least given some good points for illustrating what the cops was talking about, you know? There you go. You are a role model in the worst possible way. <laughs> well, anyhow, I don't know what the guy was smoking or drinking. I know what some people are smoking, though. Dried rose petals, raspberry leaves, and charm, uh, shaman, shamom, shamomile? Well, anyway, these are actually they sound more like flavorful additions to a warm cup of tea. And they usually are if you are into that kind of stuff. But apparently they're also popular as an herbal cigarette among the wellness influencers and those looking to kick the tobacco addiction. For decades, these herbal cigarettes, I didn't even know there was such a thing. But these have been sold in like well markets in China and South Korea and Thailand. But now... Where else would you find them? On TikTok. Despite the insufficient studies on their safety, herbal smokes are now selling or sitting snugly in the corner shared by Witch Talk and the New Age wellness community. Often dressed in a vibey packaging, they look just like homemade, well, they look like cigarettes, homemade cigarettes or whatever, or, or, or doobies. But supposedly they don't contain any nicotine 
or any cannabis. Now, they're usually homemade, like I said, with a wide range of plant sources like rose petals and mugwort, lavender, uh, moline, uh, daminana, uh, blue lotus, peppermint, skullcap, and raspberry leaves. Wow. I don't know. I guess people that smoke those are also vegans. Jeez. Cigarettes featuring dried flowers, homemade by God who knows. You know, what could possibly go wrong? If you're willing to smoke these babies, chances are you're probably high from smoking something else. <laughs> Gosh. Well, any case, I I don't know. I, I That's one thing I don't think I'm going to try. Okay, I, I enjoy a good pipe every once in a while. Nah, I don't think raspberry petals is going to be part of it. I did see a story, though, on Reddit. It's in there, and there's some gems in this particular section. It's called Am I the um, A-Hole? Now, that's an actual Reddit that you can, and, it, and you get some real hummers, okay? Of course, I think I read this, and it seemed like a pretty clear answer, but there's a dad posting on Reddit. says he's not a very wealthy guy, probably just the average Joe. He's working hard, and he's trying to save for his daughter's wedding, very admirable. The guy was able to save like 35,000 bucks all for his daughter's wedding. What a wonderful thing that this dad is doing. I thought, well, that's just wonderful. But then the girl eloped. Yeah, eloped. Now, apparently she knew about what dad was doing, but she still eloped anyway. But then she asks him, can I still have the money? You got to be kidding. But since she didn't really have a wedding, well, Dad went on ahead and used the money to finally replace his old car and take a little vacation. <laughs> and guess what? She's mad at him. And guess what else? His ex-wife is mad at him, too. But he thinks what he did was perfectly logical. You know, look, I'm with you, buddy. No wedding, no wedding fund, right? Yeah. Okay, he says, look, I never told her I, I never told her that it was going to be a fun for her to do, to use on whatever. I paid for her college and planned on paying for her wedding. And my dad paid for my college. Now, back then, I realized that my college, my entire four-year college education at Arkansas State University, no lie, was a little over 10 grand. I'm not making this up. My tuition for the first year as a freshman at Arkansas State University, $75 for in-state tuition. Okay, so yeah, nowadays for dad to pay for your college, uh, that's pretty impressive. So he paid for her college and he was going to pay for her wedding, but she elopes and then asks him for the money. He didn't, he says, you know, like I said, I paid for her college and her wedding. I was going to pay for the wedding, but beyond that, I didn't plan on paying her way through life. Oh, and by the way, the people on Reddit definitely taken Dad's side. Way to go, Dad. That, he gets the Dad of the Year award from me. Everybody has a little stupidity in their world, and frankly, I would love to hear about it. Now, if you got a great story from your stupid world, or if you want to respond to one of my stupid stories, let me hear from you. Contact me at shoutout at insaneericlane.com. 
Or if you have a question, maybe a comment about something that I've said or that you've heard. Or if you want to tell of some of your own firsthand experiences of stupidity that you've encountered, I'd love to hear from you, too. You can record a message for me at podcast.insaneericlane.com. I might even actually use your feedback on an upcoming episode. Of course, if you haven't done so already, and frankly, I fail to see why you haven't, you should follow me on social media, on Facebook or on Twitter, just by searching out the handle at Insane, E-R-I-K-L-A-N-E. Meet me in the shade of the sunshine tree, pretty little Florida sunshine tree, in the shade of the sunshine tree. Well, how was the old Chick-fil-A tonight? Oh, it's uh, it, I mean, delicious as always. And what made it even better was that I got to share some of my waffle fries with some of the geese that were coming up to us in the park and uh, eating right out of my hands. I, I, I have to say, we don't get to, to share our waffle fries with geese when we go to our Chick-fil-A in State College. <laughs> we, we, it's gossling season down here. So that we uh, parked, we brought the, the little high chair with us, just took the seat off. So that yeah. way we, we kind of parked down and we're, we're in the spot where um, we're right off the river. There's a drawbridge actually right next to us. And, um, and so behind us, we've got the, the, I guess, the cityscape of Jacksonville over the water. And then the other side, you've just got a bunch of sailboats parked out there in the water that a lot of people just live off of. I actually saw just tonight uh, a couple people drop groceries off and just set it on the dock. And um, I guess it was like one of those grocery delivery things. And and I, I see out in the distance a little dinghy leaving a motorboat leaving from one of the boats, the sailboats parked out there. And I was like, oh my gosh! I was like, I was like, Miss Pancho, this guy's gonna go pick up his groceries at this dock. Watch this! And she's like, what? No, no, no! And then, sure enough, like two minutes later, he makes it to shore and parks right up next to it. Talks with the guys who drop the bags off, and he loads his groceries up in his his little motorboat, drives it back to his his uh boat that he lives on so I, i'm not ready to sell the house to live on a boat <laughs> unbelievable well that's life. that's life in florida well you said you're near a drawbridge i hope to the lord you didn't like do a dukes of hazard jump over the drawbridge <laughs> the, the i don't think you could here what it would look more like um driving full speed under a semi into the back of a semi truck uh, considering it does not lift up on both sides, like like you yeah. would think of a ramp, it yeah. just uh, th- there's a, a little center piece there that literally rises up, so it it kind of looks um, wow. it, it it doesn't give you that ramp look there. You're, you're literally seeing the the road in front of you kind of still wow. parallel to the ground, just on a on a three dimensional plane there. Yeah, well, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but yeah, yeah, we'll we'll cover. <laughs> We'll cover the drawbridge story in a few minutes, okay? But but no, no, you you, you know, I'm, at least you saw little goslings and geese, but you didn't see any dinosaurs running through the yard of Chick Fil A. Now, what I would say, well, uh, what I would say is that the park that there, there was the the one goose kept uh, heavily chasing all the other geese away from from its <laughs> goslings, 
<laughs> and uh, when some of those geese are running, they they do look a little bit like a dinosaur uh, <laughs> as they as they start running with the, you know they got that look there. They, um, which kind of brings me up to this story here. And I I had to go look at this video after watching this, and I have to say I can't tell you what it is either. It it really it really does look like what they say it does. Um, we've got a Florida woman here who thinks that she saw a baby dinosaur scampering through her backyard. Um, wow. now maybe there's a good chance that this was just another goose chasing <laughs> off another goose from its goslings. But well, she catches on, on her, um, uh, on a video on like a, like a motion camera in the backyard, a prehistoric sighting that what reports are saying at least her name is Christina Ryan, uh, who shared her home security footage with Fox 35 after cameras captured a strange creature running through her property in the middle of the night. Uh, here's a quote from her. She says, any animal we come across uh, that we, we come up with uh, that would be walking at 3.40 in the morning wouldn't walk this way, uh, Ryan told the outlet. Maybe I've watched Jurassic Park too many times, but I see a raptor or other small dinosaur when I look at the footage. Well, the footage does briefly capture some sort of creature that appears to have a, an elongated body and a reptilian-like uh, thick tail wow. dashing through the yard. And everyone Ryan has shown the video to has come up with the same conclusion. It must be a baby dino. Wow. Wow. Well, that's insane. That's definitely stupid. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, I'm going to send it to you after this. It is, uh, you, you think you're like, no, it, it can't be. And then you look at it and you're like, uh, I, no, no, I, 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 I did check out the video and, and it, I mean, granted it definitely has a baby dino look. <laughs> Although my question is though, how would you know what a real dinosaur runs like if you've really never seen one? That is a good point. Um, now, I mean, I, I love Jurassic Park. I, for a long time, I would wear a, a Jurassic Park hat around yeah. here. Um, now, I, you know, I, I kind of wish that she didn't make any references, though, because I'm bad. I'm kind of like terrified. This could inspire another sequel oh. where they take dinosaurs back to was it L.A. or New York? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but I mean, well, with, the, with the footage here, I do have to be honest, that it actually does move. Like I said, it uh, moves a lot like my brother-in-law, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah well, actually, uh, I, I, I don't know. I Like I said, I haven't seen dinosaurs run, so I couldn't compare. Yeah, well, I figured that you've got uh, this is one that you probably like yours that you you probably you probably wouldn't think that a dinosaur would want to roam around Florida no. since they'd probably rather stay extinct if given the two options here. Yeah, I, well, I don't know. I I, uh, I I would say that maybe the woman was smoking something, but I wouldn't call her out too quickly though. I don't want to be a Jurassic narc. <laughs> you know. Oh gosh. Of course, knowing it was Florida, it's either going to be a baby dino or maybe a large gator walking up on its hind legs or something. I don't know. But there was a Arizona woman, though. She did not discover a dinosaur. But I think what she did find was probably something a bit more gruesome. <clears throat> um, this is just almost Steven, Steven Spielberg weird. OK, I mean, you think you may have heard everything, but then you read about a woman named Francesca Wickoff. She's in Maricopa, Arizona, and 
she wakes up to find somebody had slashed the tires on the family truck out in the driveway. But, but that wasn't all that was slashed, okay? Because, well, right next to the tire, Francesca also found um, a severed finger. Ooh. <laughs> Whoever slashed her tires cut their own finger off in the process. <laughs> I, I don't know how you do that, but... Uh, well, maybe they're nearsighted. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I don't feel bad for them. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. So they, but, but the thing is they, they slice off their own finger and then they leave it behind. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I guess she thinks it might be her neighbor because, well, you know, they'd argue the night before and well, there was a trail of blood leading from her driveway to his house. So that's pretty obvious. But police bagged up the finger and took it, I don't know, for fingerprinting. I don't know. But anyway, uh, but Francesca says she's waiting to hear from them. My husband says there's a finger in the driveway. Ellen, oh, by the way, you have two flat tires. Literally been laughing all day because if I don't, I think I might cry. If you're going to go to the hospital, especially if you just sever your finger off, you would take said finger with you. We assume it happened around 10.30 last night because we had our neighbor across the street that lives next door to him heard a yell and some crying around 10.30 and then he sped off shortly after. I don't find doing anybody hurting themselves. However, karma has a good way of working itself out. I, um, you know, this almost reminds me of the, the time where some punk uh, broke into my car and was, uh, well, this is when I was in Chicago for the summer. And I uh, walk back and with a group of friends and uh, I see the lights are on in the car and someone starts bolting from it. And well, sure enough, I see crowbar marks all down the one, um, uh, I guess, door there. And, uh, and then the window was smashed in, but they didn't have a chance to take anything. They did leave a, uh, a pretty decent amount of blood all over the car door, though. Oh, so they, they didn't do a too good uh, job either getting in, but I didn't find any fingers. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I feel like I'd probably more... I, I found um, a couple junkyards, and I bought some doors and just repaired it all up myself. And uh, I'd probably more likely to find a, a finger in, a, in one of those junkyard doors that I got, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would definitely be unsettling. I can tell you that. Although karma has an interesting way of uh, getting even. <laughs> That's true. I, I I do like this. Though. This is a oh my gosh. Um, what? How good are your Fargo accents? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to have a conversation. Oh, 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 a finger, eh? Yeah. Oh, why you got a finger? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, you know, I I think I could handle a severed finger at least uh, better than a, a very intense erection that lasts over four hours. Um, <laughs> and before you think that this isn't going anywhere, it's going places, and you you're not going to expect where it's going. Uh, well, <laughs> here we've got a couple of uh, ding dongs who thought it would be a great idea to pump each other up, but uh, you know. Bump each other up, but maybe yeah. just, just not in the way, not not in a Schwarzenegger way, or like the way that most dudes do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so get you know, what, I don't know. What, get pumped up, man! Pumped up. <laughs> what What did you and uh, well, maybe maybe this is what French fellows do. Um, but what did you and your buddies do the last time that you got drunk? Mm. Uh, what, you know, a rhetorical question, maybe I don't want to hear. But well, you see a, a tutorial on YouTube about injecting your genitals with anything. If you, if you see that, you should probably really not listen to the advice. Like, 
ever. <laughs> so here's this story that's in a French medical journal about two dudes in their 30s. This already sounds like the next Seth Rogen and, um, and James <laughs> Franco movie. Uh, <laughs> you got two dudes in their 30s who got drunk and decided to inject hemorrhoid cream into each other's junk. To make it bigger. Oh, God. Uh, no, you know, I, I had to have to read this. I was like, I have to look up, like, what, how does hemorrhoid cream actually work? And well, apparently the active ingredients in it temporarily narrow the blood vessels in the area. So, um, give you an idea of what that looks like here. Well, uh, you know, as, as one is oft to do, uh, injecting hemorrhoid cream into your, your, uh, you know, uh, nethers. Well, <laughs> You watch a tutorial on it to make sure you're doing it just right. Thanks, YouTube. And, uh, well, it's also, I should say, it's not backed up by any real science. Yeah, and, they, well, they just went for it. So, unfortunately, <laughs> both of them were in so much pain that they had to go to the hospital the ne next morning. Oh, God. Doctors told them to take painkillers to try to reduce the swelling. <laughs> and, uh, well, <laughs> maybe it worked. Uh, maybe maybe they could have just thought about baseball, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, maybe it didn't work. We don't know. The guys never came back to their follow-up appointments. <laughs> but the, the doctors did say that there's a real likelihood that there will be irreversible damage. Oh, uh, this is something that no right-minded individual would do. Uh, that's, a, that's a from a doctor. So, oh gosh, probably didn't come back for the follow-up appointments because I think their pride was probably injured more than <laughs> their male members. They're like, I don't think our names were released yet, so maybe we could get away without getting this up. You know, uh, I, I do think that if they are going to go sterile, <laughs> it's probably, they probably couldn't have picked better people to not pass their genes on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, I, that reminds me of the movie, geez, is it Full Metal Jacket, where the sergeant tells, uh, he, he, he tells this one, this one uh, recruit, he's, he, he nicknamed him Pile. And and he kept saying, "I'm going to cut your balls off so you won't pollute the rest of society." It was <laughs> that's right, <laughs> probably the best line of the whole movie. It was hilarious, <laughs> but but yeah, no, I I will say this though. See, I have the link to the medical journal, and I did. I I I had to. My curiosity got the best of me. I had to think. <laughs> yeah. And and let's just say I cannot unsee what I saw. Oh <laughs> no! Did they, they they came with diagrams or actual photos? <laughs> What's the actual pictures? <laughs> <laughs> well, were you impressed? <laughs> I, well, I'm not sure I was more impressed at the outcome or at the idea of them doing it in the first place. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You may be, oh, what might happen is you may be limited to just one child. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, if you're going to be some right-minded individual, I, I, well, I think you would certainly not agree to do anything to the junk of any other man, no matter what. No, I mean, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, that, that to me is still beyond my comprehension is they would say, I mean, he, they do it to each other. I, I'm thinking, what? 
going on? I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe when, when when this one good old Pennsylvania boy though tries to play it safe, I think he still made another stupid decision. Okay, this this is great. I mean, this is awesome. I I don't know what's what's worse, but this this definitely could be worse for this woman. Is that she has a list of all these items when she's talking to the cops? Okay. This is an incident that happened right down the road from where I live here in Tyrone, Pennsylvania. A 37-year-old guy, his name is Michael Holden. He breaks into his neighbor's house while, while the girl, woman, is asleep on the couch. Goes in and steals all of her bedroom toys. So he gets her bank cards, 700 bucks in cash, and a bunch of um, love toys. Valued at $160. Now, I didn't read anywhere if she had any hemorrhoid cream in the in the house. But the, this guy's place is about a block from the woman's house. Sounds like they probably know each other. But another neighbor sees this guy break in. And so just from the description, I think the woman also knows who it was. Now, you have to understand Tyrone, Pennsylvania is a very small community. So I'm pretty sure everybody knows everybody. <laughs> okay. So when, when she and her boyfriend confronts him, he admits what he did. Okay. Turns out uh, a neighbor's security cam got the whole thing on video. Now he's facing charges for burglary, criminal trespass and theft, but I'm not sure if they got the toys back or though. Okay. Or even if she wants the toys back. Yeah. Well, depending if you use some of those toys, you might be needing some of that hemorrhoid cream. Well, the thing is, if these three, if these two guys with the hemorrhoid cream, if they had the toys, they probably wouldn't need the hemorrhoid cream. You know? <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking that the, at least the good news was that when the cops got there, he was already restrained in a <laughs> nice pair of fuzzy handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it easy. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Well, um, you know, the, the question on my mind, at least, is how did this neighbor know that the woman had these sex toys in the first place? Unless he True. maybe just decided to, to rob her and he came across a uh, the jackpot, you know. But um, <laughs> I mean, it, it sounds like he may have been a little bit too nosy. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, it's um, it was a 29 year old stranger, not a neighbor who showed up drunk at a Florida woman's house demanding a place to stay. And, well, he ended up getting sunk, I guess okay. we could say. All right. So of all the bad things that could happen to this guy, I feel like the one that still stings the most is feeling his grandma's wrath. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a 29-year-old Florida man named Justin Lorison who showed up drunk at a woman's house in Castleberry, Florida, and asked for help. Why? Well, because his grandma kicked him out. So <laughs> the woman didn't want to invite him inside, so she offered to give him $100 for a hotel. And, well, in, in return, he threatened to set her house on fire. Oh, lovely. He told her, don't play. I will light your effing house on fire. <laughs> and, well, the woman went back inside, looked out the window to see Lorison had left. Uh, the woman told police that she washes Lorison, then backed his gold Cadillac into her car shoving it about a foot, and then drove off. Well, the cops found his Cadillac sinking in a pond. And uh, he was, as he was speeding away, he ended up hitting another car, then lost control, and wound up careening into a retention pond. 
<laughs> when he swam back to the shore, he was promptly arrested. And, uh, well, he's been charged with a hit and run, driving under the influence, and reckless driving. Mm-hmm. Now, there you go. I think his, his initial threat was pretty shocking. I know people are saying that Florida real estate is on fire right now. But <laughs> it sounds like this guy took that a little bit too literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, again, I can just say karma. Right? He, well, I mean, it, it was his Cadillac that ended up in the water. So, I thought, like, I thought he, he almost Jimmy Hoffa himself, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that yeah, only well, happened in the movies or in the mob. Yes, well, I, but to some degree, I know I have, uh, I'm all about grandma's wrath, okay? I, I have probably stoked some of my grandma's wrath in, as, a, as a child. <laughs> I remember at least one time that uh, I wanted to go outside and play, and Grandma Ruby wouldn't let me do it because she was told by my mother that we're to stay inside or for whatever the reason. And I was going to go no matter what. And my, uh, and she, she picks up my, at our, at our house when I was a kid, we have these, had these high back dining room chairs. I mean, these are really, I mean, these, these, the backs of these chairs come all the way to the base of your head. So they're really high back wooden dining room chairs. Grandma picks up one of these chairs and Shakes it at me. She says, I'll throw this thing through your head. <laughs> True story. True story. <laughs> but and she, but she never tried to Ted Kennedy you, though, right? Never tried to do that. No, she never tried <laughs> to do that. No. But 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 the thing is, she kept saying that she would have done it, too. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say. <laughs> I know. I know this. This grandma, although in this story, must have found a good loophole to boot this millennial kid out of her, well adult out of her house i don't know but i don't know you're I, fair to say millennial kid I, yeah right i can say that <laughs> exactly but i don't think it was as good of a loophole as uh, the one that this guy found to get some time off from work okay i, I mean this thing is so unbelievable it, that it even worked in the first place all right i mean there's this dude in in, in taiwan who gets married last year okay and well i guess there in Taiwan, there's some local labor laws that give him eight paid days off of work from his job at a bank after getting married. OK, but once those eight days are over, well, the guy goes and divorces the woman. OK, and then marries her all over again. And guess what? He gets eight more days. And then he did that again. And then he did it again. OK, the guy winds up taking 32 out of 37 days thanks to his four, quote, marriages, all to the same woman. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Now, now, the bank where he worked obviously caught on really quickly to what he was doing. They told him they'd only pay him for the first eight days. So the guy files a complaint with the labor board, and the board actually took his side. Can you I believe can't it? believe this. Yes. Oh, but it gets better. The appeals board did as well. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Sounds like that they've been talking to some American lawyers. I don't know. But they both said that even though what he did was unethical, it was technically legal. Now, the guy just found one whopper of a loophole, and boy, did he milk that sucker dry. So the guy got his back pay, and then they find the bank 700 bucks. Oh, man. I'm used to the bank trying to find me 700 bucks. I, that, that is just, un, I mean, whoever, I don't know, the, law, the lawmaker that thought that thing up was brilliant. <laughs> right? I, like, this, this sounds too crazy. 
<laughs> so crazy it just might work it just might work <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you know i could use some extra vacation days i'm not against that yeah um, well Thing is, uh, what, 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 what mrs poncho put up with four divorces <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know i'm not sure if she'd be down even just the principle of it she would uh not before but if she thought that she would get maybe a whole month's worth of extra paid vacation with me I don't know. That might tempt her. <laughs> well, you know, it's a pretty stupid case for this four-time Taiwanese groom. But, yeah. uh, well, for an Indonesian groom, he felt pretty stupid when he showed up for his one wedding. Mm. Uh, now, you know, I've got a couple of friends that could probably take some of this advice because, you know, they, they could um, – uh, they, they they don't have much going for them right now. So accidentally almost getting married to a woman might be a good thing for them. Okay. Um, well, here we've got uh, a GPS snafu that almost led a, a groom to marry the wrong woman in Indonesia. <laughs> the, the groom here, whose identity has not been disclosed, used Google Maps. Now, mm -hmm. I could have sworn this would have been an Apple Maps thing, you know. <laughs> um, he used Google Maps to get his wedding venue in maglang a it's a city in central java well he however the, the, the engaged man wound up at the wrong address and instead of arriving at the venue where his wedding was supposed to take place the groom and his entourage stopped at the house that was highlighted on the location map unbeknownst to the group an engagement party was actually being held hosted at that house for another couple complete <laughs> with loved ones and photographer present whole mm. shebang Wow. So it's it's not clear to the two groups that the mishap had occurred since the groom's guests assumed that the attendees who were already there were family members of the bride. <laughs> Meanwhile, the woman's family assumed that the new arrivals were family members of the fiance. <laughs> so the fiance and his family were actually late to the event, which didn't help either. And according to the bride to be, she said that she had been getting her makeup done at the time of her lost groom's arrival. Mm -hmm. So when the mistake was finally discovered, the groom and his wedding party promptly exited the home with their offerings in tow. And well, I guess that's uh, better than attending the wrong honeymoon, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, of course, that's something you never hear of a GPS device giving bad directions. No, I would have never thought of anything like that at all. You know, I, I keep hearing the song, Get Me to the Church on Time, the old Broadway song from back in the 40s, I think. That this, this should have been playing in this guy's head as he was going to the wrong church. I mean, that's that's just, that's crazy. That That's, that's a great story, I can tell you. For That'll be... <laughs> You know, I mean, what, what, but, but now here's the drawbridge story of the Florida motorist that was driving like he was late for a wedding and the video has gone viral. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but real life is not supposed to be like too fast, too furious or the Dukes of Hazard. Okay. But this was down in Daytona Beach, Florida. Okay. Where uh, someone pulls up to this drawbridge just as the traffic arm gate was coming down to block the traffic because the bridge was about to open up. But apparently it seemed that that person was in too big of a hurry. He just thought maybe just going right through the arm was a suggestion. So he just plows right through it, snaps it right off and speeds up the bridge 
and jumps the bridge as it was opening. Okay. But fortunately for them, the bridge was only open a tiny bit whenever they got to the gap, but they did, they did make air. Okay. I did see it. I saw the video and the, the car left the ground temporarily as it went over the top and made it across. And then they smashed the traffic arm on the other side as he drove away. Oh, I'm telling you, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely a too fast, too furious scene. I mean, I, I would say that I, I know that they've ID'd the driver, and I'm sure he's going now going to be facing charges, but I'm sure he'll jump that bridge when he gets to it. Oh, man. You know, I actually went ahead and just pulled this thing up right now, and yeah. uh, I could do that. I think I could do this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, he could have waited maybe another, what, 15 seconds or so, and it made it really dramatic. <laughs> I can't believe he just smashed right through the gate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Look my gosh. Shattered the gate completely. <laughs> oh, and, man. And, and, well, that's the, um... the weird thing is, I mean, now all these places have got cameras on you, you know? So what makes him think no one's going to see what happened? That's true. Well, I maybe he, he was just trying to pass his uh, Florida driver's test. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's very possible. You know? got the three-point turn. Now let's do the drawbridge jump. Oh, my word. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, he was late for a trip or something. I, I have, I, you know, but I, I we've got some Ask Pancho questions here. And um, we have one from um, Roy. And uh, Roy has got a problem because, well, I guess his girlfriend is booking a trip, but she didn't include him in the trip plans. Okay, so check this out. Okay, Roy says, my girlfriend works remote and I don't. She's been saying how she needs to get away. And even though I'm unable to get away, she's booked herself a little getaway. And initially I said it was totally cool. You know, I guess he's okay with it. But he says, and it is, he says he's fine with it. But only now it's starting to bother me. Not because she's going without me. And I'm jealous about her doing other things without me. It's more like she'll be alone and I'll worry about other guys hitting on her. And I don't you know, want to come off as that jealous boyfriend. But is there some way I can express this concern? <laughs> typical typical guy, guy anxiety here. OK. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, oh, gosh. Hey, no, there's so many things wrong with this, Roy. Um, <laughs> you gave her permission. So. Too bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's already done, right? Uh, it, two, she's also your girlfriend, so uh, she doesn't have the same, I guess, um, like commitment that you would have if you were married her before this. Mm -hmm. and, and also, um, that's, you clearly don't trust her, <laughs> so yeah. you should probably, should probably break up with her. Um, you don't trust her enough to, you know, <laughs> not be around you for a week uh so yeah i don't know you don't uh, seem uh you got some problems here dude <laughs> that's that that's just hilarious i mean the fact is he says he's cool with it but he's not cool with it yeah i know you're not cool with it i, I you don't hear your girlfriend complaining that you're not going to be with her for that week and what happens if a bunch of girls are hitting on you yeah there you go although the thing is i think maybe do you think maybe he was maybe a little concerned that she didn't seem more uh, upset over the fact that he couldn't come? Yeah, well, you know, that is, there's hemorrhoid cream for that. And uh, 
<laughs> and and, and uh, also, yeah, I don't know. I just it doesn't seem like things are. Um, it sounds like you guys have some things to talk about. Probably, yeah. probably more than this vacation of hers. Yeah, probably so. Well, I've got another one here. This one, um, you know, it, it, a little different. Uh, this is during the pandemic. My husband got really into brewing his own beer in the garage. A hobby I encourage because I think any hobby is good, and I'm a beer fan as well. Mm -hmm. Only my husband's homemade brew, which he calls the cure. Uh, (laughs) Now, this is Poncho talking for a minute. I've never had a drink called the cure that ever really ended up good. I've heard a lot of drinks called the doctor and the cure, and it's usually a shot of apple cider vinegar with something else that's pretty bad to take uh, without like being diluted down. Um, Well, she says it's just terrible. Uh, I think he even doesn't like it, but is stubborn. So drinks it anyway. Oh yeah. Here's how bad it is. We have an 18 year old and he will neither drink it nor steal it. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't been drinking it because I said I'm trying to cut my calories. Should I tell him the cold brew truth? Oh. Yeah, go for it. I mean, you know, whatever. You don't have to drink his beer. And if he's drinking his beer anyway, look, if this is the first time he's ever brewed, then there's no reason why he can't go back and try to perfect it, try to make yeah. it better. But right. uh, you don't have to, you know, you say that. Let's be brutally honest. You don't have to be brutal about it. You know, but you don't have to also pretend like it's good. (laughs) Yeah. In fact, maybe if she actually admits to him that it's terrible, he'll kind of agree with her. Yeah, that's that maybe. Yeah, you might you might be on the same page with them already. Yeah. It's kind of like the emperor's new clothes, don't you think? <laughs> it, it is. You're too afraid to tell him the beer sucks and he's walking around naked because <laughs> he's probably had too much beer. You. you make me feel like I can brew again. <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, I, uh, I, I, I just sent you the link to the medical journal for uh, the. Uh, I was just going to say, did you just send me dick pics over Facebook Messenger? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're hemorrhoid pics. That's what they are. <laughs> oh, man. Hemorrhoid dongs and. <laughs> and the, the, the cure, uh, uh, yes. The, well, like, uh, what is the, the cure for? Uh, happiness? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm not sure who was happier. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Oh man. Yeah. Well, like I said, this, I, th- those will be pictures that will scar you for life. <laughs> I will. Um, I'll have to think twice before I decide to maybe look at that medical journal. <laughs> when, when Mrs. Poncho walks in, I'll be like, it's a medical journal, I swear. <laughs> she, she's going to think there's something wrong with me. Like, I'm looking at, like, what happened to you? What's wrong? What do you, why are you researching? Just no to, reason. Just, just tell her that your, your crazy uncle in Pennsylvania was giving you some advice. Oh, she will probably sigh loudly and be like, of course. <laughs> So, well, all right. Are we ready to get insane with a few games? Oh, yeah. Well, why not we just start off with a strip club or daycare while we're on a, on a roll? 
<laughs> okay, okay, that's a good one. All right, so I got a business for you. You tell me if you think that by the now keep in mind you have to keep in mind the name of the of the establishment or and the location and determine if it's a strip club or a daycare. So <laughs> our first business is and be prepared for this. <clears throat> so it is located in Abascon, New Jersey, and it's called Mrs. Barnes Playhouse. <laughs> Mrs. Is Mrs. Barn a pimp? Um, <laughs> oh gosh, uh, New Jersey. Oh gosh, it depends if it's in South or North Jersey. Exactly. I'm gonna go with a strip club. It's a daycare. No, no. <laughs> yep, I mean it could literally. It's like standing on the pinnacle of a pointed roof. You know, you can fall either way. You know, uh, if it was Mr. Barnes, then that would have probably been M Mr. Barnes yeah. does other things. Yeah, yeah. He probably has a sale on hemorrhoid cream, too. <laughs> yes. Well, here's your next business. And this is in St. Paul, Minnesota, and it is called Come and Play. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping that this is a daycare. So I'm, I'm going to go with the daycare. Yeah. Well, Let's see here. I would say, yes, it is a daycare. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> oh, yes. All right. Man, and I have, I've, I had my, my, my bells and whistles up here and I haven't used them because I'm still, I'm still going through the pictures I saw in the, in the medical journal. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just can't get them off my mind for some reason. I know. I know. <laughs> anyway, so your third business is in New York. <laughs> Third business is in New York, New York. It is called Hoops. Hoops. Uh, you know, for hoops, I think that um, it depends on what kind of hoops you're talking about, but I'm, I'm thinking this is a strip club. Yeah. There you go. Now we got my bells working. You're correct. Very good. Your next one is in Iowa Park, Texas, and it's called Hoots and Hawks. Hoots and Hawks? What in the world? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, it's Texas, so maybe, you know, this, I can't believe that that would be a daycare. That's such a weird, I'm going to go with strip club. There we go. It's, no. a, it's a daycare. Oh, gosh. Hoots and Hawks. I was like, is this like a Texas version of Hooters? Yeah, well, Hooters for kids. Oh, there you go. No, no, no. And your last one is in Schoenfield, Wisconsin, and the name of the establishment is called Granddaddy's. Granddaddy's. I can't think of any daycare that's going to be named Granddaddy's. Uh, I'm going to go strip club. That's right. Uh, I can't think of anyone who would want to go to a strip club named Granddaddy's. Yeah, but can you imagine taking your kid to a daycare named Granddaddy's? Uh, no, definitely not. All right, let's let's clean this up and go to a golf course or a rehab here. All right, <laughs> all right. This uh, business is in Auburn Hills, Michigan, and it is named Meadow Springs. All right, um, this is a golf course. Hmm. It is oh. a rehab. <laughs> oh yes, your next business is Green Lakes in Seattle, Washington. Green Lakes. I'm going to go with a um, another golf course, at least for this one. That is correct. You got the golf course on that one. 
And uh, here's one that's in Scottsdale, Arizona. It's called Ganey Ranch. Ganey Ranch. Um, I'm going to go with a... Uh, oh, gosh. Here, I'm blanking here. Uh, rehab. Believe it or not, oh. a golf course. Never. Oh, I ranch? mean... Yeah, I'm thinking Scottsdale, Arizona. There's a lot of golf courses, I think, in Scottsdale because, you know, I mean, Alice Cooper lives out in Arizona and plays golf all the time, you know. But Ganey Ranch, that's kind of a weird name for a golf course. Oh, yeah. Next business is in Aberdeen, Washington. It's called Harbor Crest. Harbor Crest. Uh, I'm going to go with the rehab for this one. Correct. I think that has a good uh, rehab name to it. And so, and your last business, another one in Arizona, it's in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the name of this business is called Talking Stick. Talking Stick. Well, um, I'm going to go back to a, you know, the Scottsdale that you just mentioned. I'm going to go with the golf course. Absolutely. There we go. And of course, the Talking Stick might be the golf club. I don't know. I, that's what I was thinking. But then I also was thinking that, uh, you know, we pass the talking stick around the rehab circle and, you know, ah, it's your turn to talk if you, you know. I hadn't thought about that. That's a good point. I like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, go for a steakhouse or gay bar next. And All right. this first establishment is called Jimmy Max in Renton, Washington. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm going to go with the steakhouse. Hmm. That would sound good to me. All right. Your next business is in Crescent, Iowa, and it's called the Pink Poodle. The Pink Poodle. This sounds like it's going to be a gay bar. Yeah. I kind of thought you would say that. Uh (laughs) Actually, I don't know. I I don't know. I would want to go to any steakhouse that has any references to dogs. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) All right. Your third establishment is Cowboys in North Charleston, South Carolina. (laughs) Uh, Charleston. Well, I with the name like Cowboys, I think that this might be a gay bar. Uh, turns out oh, to be a steakhouse. <laughs> really? Ooh. Yep, that's right. So you're going to be riding a different kind of horsey, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, and this business is in New York City, New York. It is called The Eagle. The Eagle. Well, there's got to be some gay bar in this list here. I'm going to go gay bar. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's there you go. That's right. And of course, oh, you Flying like an eagle when you go there, I guess. And your <laughs> your last business in Tyler, Texas, it's called Coyote Sam's. Coyote Sam's in Texas. Oh gosh, I'm gonna go with a, another gay bar. Mm. Steakhouse. Oh <laughs> yes, indeed. Although I think you probably could call it either one for Texas. You just never know. So you never know. That's a, that was a, that was a tough batch there. That was that was only I think they only had one gay bar in the whole batch actually so, but uh, here's the a list of uh, names for porn star or weatherman. Let's see how well oh. you are on this one. All right, I, like, I could use a pick me up here. Yeah, well, get your alliteration ready. Okay, we we've got our first uh, entertainer. Name is Nick Gregory. Nick Gregory. Uh, I'm gonna go with a weatherman. Hey, right. He works for Fox Five in New York. Next, very, business. very respectable name. Yes, Nick Gregory with the weather. That's right. So, uh, we'll have the next entertainer here for you is Josh Nichols. 
Josh Nichols. This, um, I think this is going to be a porn star. Hmm. Turns out to be a weatherman for WROC, Rochester, New York. Oh. Yes. Your third entertainer is Randy West. <laughs> oh, yeah. You feeling Randy, baby? This yeah. is a porn star. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> that just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, man. I just think Austin Powers. Oh, man. All right. Yes, that's right. That's right. All right. Entertainer number four, his name is Mike Horner. Mike Horner. Mike Horner. I think this is going to be a weatherman. Mm. Uh, Could have been Mike Horner. Could have been Mike Corny, you know. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, it was my corner. Corner, I, I hardly know her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. I should have gone. I knew I should have gone with that. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yes. And your last name is Mark Dalton. Mark Dalton. Now, that's a weatherman name if I've ever heard one. He must no. have a side hustle. <laughs> He's a porn star. <laughs> he makes it rain in a different way. I can't believe this. This is the worst. This is the worst round of weatherman and porn star I think I've ever played. Uh, we'll we'll make it up with our fake news from Florida here. All right. <laughs> I spent too much time with the geese earlier today. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, well, let's see. I mean, uh, you you got if you can get all five and clean up, then I think you may redeem yourself here. All right, so. Here's your first headline. Pressure. It is. It is. Okay. So this uh, headline, you tell me whether it's fake or Florida. It is a story about police in Jupiter who arrested a mother after her daughter wore her purse containing three pounds of marijuana to school. <laughs> I could see this being a real thing. This is going to be Florida. Mm. Fake oh. news. Fake news, fake news. Oh, oh what's with it today? What's man. with you, man? I, I don't know. I don't know. All right, your next headline. An Orlando woman was caught on video shaving her legs as she rode on the back of a motorcycle. <laughs> I could, Yeah, I could see this for sure happening. This is Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would want to see something like that going down the highway. <laughs> just imagine driving and a bunch of hair and shaving cream just <laughs> flies back in the wind on your on your windshield. Yeah. Could I cause all kinds of pile-ups around her, man? <laughs> you put the windshield wipers on, but it's too oily. It just spreads it around everywhere. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. Oh, man. Now, your third headline. Police in <laughs> I don't know if I'm pronouncing this city right. Is it is it Coco? I, I think it's Coco. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Police in Coco uh, arrested a woman who shot her boyfriend because he was snoring too loudly. Oh man! Well, this is too wild to not be true. This is Florida. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm so glad that my wife does not own a gun. It's got all the elements of a Florida story minus drugs and gators, well, but it's got irrationality true. and guns. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Your next headline, a Fort Walton beach man was arrested for attacking a mattress because he claimed that there was a man hiding inside of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's insane! Um, I, you know, I think this might be fake news, but uh, it's oh, the no. real deal. 
It's too funny. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, my oh man. man. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I wanted to make a joke with hemorrhoid cream, but it just goes past me now. <coughs> so, all right. And your last headline police in Miami City were forced to arrest a 911 operator who refused to take calls because she was, quote, fighting with her man. <laughs> um, I'm going to go fake news with this one as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that. It, although it was good, I like it. That, that definitely oh, fake yeah. news. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's like I say, any fake news story today is tomorrow's Florida story. Absolutely, I'll tell you. Well, <laughs> most of the ones we had this week were all Florida stories, anyway. Oh my gosh, yeah, I couldn't believe how many there were. It's okay. Uh, when you see what we got coming for next week, we got some that are going to be from Elk County, Pennsylvania. Oh, I know that area pretty well. Yeah, because that's where Grandma and Grandpa live. Oh, yeah. That'll be um, interesting. That'll be fun. All right. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. All right. Randy Horner. Do I make you Randy? <laughs> I know you're probably amazed at the amount of stupidity that's in this world, but you know, somebody has to actually go out and find them and write about them. So there's no way this podcast could be as stupid as it is without the talented writers from some great places like Mr. Laughs Comedy and Large Media, Premier Prep, Wise Brother Media, Universal Comedy Network, and Pulsar Radio, United Stations Radio Network. Thanks for sticking it out through my stupid world. And if you're feeling a bit crazy, I hope you'll follow me on Facebook or Twitter at Insane Eric Lane and visit InsaneEricLane.com. And if you're feeling a bit insane and want to make your own podcast, you can do it with Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast ever. The only platform where you can publish to major podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music with a single tap of a button on your phone. Whether you're capturing your own voice, taking call-ins from listeners, conducting remote interviews with anyone, or broadcasting full-length songs from Apple Music or Spotify. Available today for iOS and Android, and it's 100% free, entirely mobile, and so easy to use that literally anyone can make a podcast, even me. Find out more at anchor.fm.